Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Obviously, we're still confused over Thanksgiving. Uh, welcome to the Tulsa World Scene podcast. I'm here with uh, Jimmy Trammell and Grace Wood, my colleagues on the Tulsa World Scene desk, where we deal with uh, cultural issues that appeal to brows high, middle, and low. Um, we're uh, and something that sort of hits all of those at one point or another uh, is the BOK Center, uh, which has had everything from uh, bull riding on up. Uh, and uh, Jimmy, you've got they're coming up on an anniversary this this in the next few weeks. Is that right? Well, actually, in the next year, uh, I've got a people person. People, I've got to, excuse me, a people story Sunday about an employee who's worked there even before it opened to the public uh, and seems to be kind of, of a beloved by all uh, employee who works there. But uh, uh, this person going to turn, is going to turn 92 very soon, but the BOK Center is turning 15 next year. Uh, so it'll be on as quick. I mean, it just seems like uh, yesterday that the arena had opened. But with the arena turning 15, uh, do you guys recall any of the the initial skepticism? Like, oh, nobody's going to go downtown to that thing. Oh, 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 yeah. There was there was uh, uh, there was a radio host on back when we had a, a, a local news talk station who was. Um, very much uh, anti-downtown and very much anti the, the the mayor at the time. And yeah, he kind of led a, a one-man crusade to try to scuttle it hmm. and said that, you know, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna come downtown. You can't park downtown. You know, he didn't, there were no restaurants that he liked downtown because anyway, but anyway. But yeah, and, and and then when the design was revealed uh, by uh, Cesar Pele, uh, a lot of people were like, what the heck is that? But it's, uh, it's, it's coming, the, the, the only, the only thing about it um, that I think wasn't well thought out uh, is that it faces a one-way street that goes away from the BOK Center. Um, mm. And so you can't drive, you can't drive toward it, you know, and see it. Uh, you can only see it in the, you can only, <laughs> only see it in your rear view mirror kind of, kind of a way. And it, you know, if, if, if the street, it, you know, there's no way it could have been fixed without, you know, knocking down a library or something, but uh uh, I, I always thought, you know, that was that was a missed opportunity that, you know, where you drive toward, you know, this architectural uh, gym that that it was called at the time. So, Grace, there was real skepticism. Like, would people come downtown? Because it's it's kind of transformed downtown into a place. My phone wants to ring, so we're <laughs> going to turn this off. It's actually uh, one of those uh, telemarketers. So. Let's talk about telemarketing. Uh, <laughs> it, it has helped to transform downtown, obviously, and people have gone to BOK Center for just hundreds of events over the years. I'm going to ask you, Grace, and ask you, James, uh, give me 
kind of your top uh, events ever that you've gone to at BOK Center, Grace? Oh, man, that's such a good question, because so many amazing people have come through there. Um, I think, well, just off the top of my head, um, Lainey was really fun when they came in October of last year, I believe it was. because yeah, Halloween show, yeah. Yeah, Halloween show, and that was like one of my first assignments for Tulsa World, because I had started like two weeks earlier, so that was That's such right. a- I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so that was really cool um who else i got to see taylor swift there before her concert tickets were you know thousands and thousands of dollars like they are now um katie perry was amazing her whole stage was decorated like Candyland, and she would come out on like a cloud like floating around so that was cool who else dua lipa came earlier this year i got to see her that was amazing um, and my first ever show there was um, probably right when it opened. I got to see Janet Jackson, which I think I was maybe a little too young to appreciate. <laughs> but that's an interesting memory to have. So those are some of my favorites. James? My experience with it is uh, much less uh, extensive. Um, <laughs> I usually have to go to the stuff that's at all the other theaters. But there was a, there was a time when uh, Cirque du Soleil came regularly to the BOK Center, and that sort of became that that was what I would usually get to go or, or be assigned to go to cover. Um, I remember one; I believe it was called Tour Rock T U R O K. That was. Uh, set in the world of Avatar, and everybody was, you know, in blue body paint, and uh, there was a lot of very wild, state of the art projections that you know created um, the set and the scenery and um, the interactions among it. And it was a uh, they they the 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 songs were in the language that was created for the alien characters uh in 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 the film and it was it was it was it was a pretty eye dazzling thing but the other most memorable show that i went to was uh last summer in june um went marsalis and the uh Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra and the Tulsa Symphony and a local choir uh, put on, on <clears throat> pardon me, put on his Wynton Marsalis's oratorio All Rise. That was kind of the culminating uh, event in the commemoration of the Tulsa Race Massacre. Mm. And it was, it was, it was a great concert. It was really, really uh moving and thrilling and a, a, a truly a one-of-a-kind experience that uh that I'm glad I was able to glad I was able to be there so how about you Jimmy well I'll start off with with my most uh uh disappointing moment there it's not because of any of the acts uh the NCAA tournament basketball tournament was there in Kansas was playing Boston in a first round game. And I thought, well, this is going to be fun. I will go ask players from Kansas and Boston University 
if this was a battle of the bands, who would win, Kansas or Boston? <laughs> and this is a, a negative memory because it's the, it, it's one of those moments where you feel old because none of those players knew who Kansas or Boston was the band. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that went nowhere. So oh, no. that, that was disappointing. Um, the first concert I saw there was Neil Diamond. I love Neil Diamond, so I'm obviously biased about that. But there, but uh, <clears throat> so many, you know, legends have come through. Paul McCartney, uh, obviously the Eagles, uh, Elton John, Billy Joel. So, I mean, you can't go wrong with, with those guys. And Tulsa is so fortunate in that if this arena had never been built, none of those people I just mentioned are coming to Tulsa, period. Yeah, because, because, I mean, I remember concerts in the old uh, convention center, which is now the Cox Business Convention Center. Um, and it had an arena, you know, and it was it was pretty rudimentary. I mean, it was mainly designed for for ice hockey uh, and the occasional show. I remember, what did I go see there? Oh, Genesis. Uh, back in the 90s, they came to town. Um, but uh, but but the interesting thing about it is is that the detractors for the BOK Center pointed to the conventions that said that we've already got a, a, an arena downtown. We don't need another one. And it's been interesting to see how the Cox Center has repurposed itself. I mean, it still it still puts on uh, performances of. Uh, you know, of, of various acts, not quite of the caliber that the BOK does, but I mean, it's still busy, but it's also very much a uh, a, a place where, you know, all sorts of things go on. I mean, the ballet performed there during COVID because they could space out the audience so much that, you know, there were these little clumps of four seats all, all around the, the grand ballroom. So things like that. So, you know, and, and you know, and, and, and people talk about the struggle of filling seats, but most every, most every venue you go to is, is, you know, not terribly struggling to fill it up. So hmm. just curious, what does, what does the 92 year old guy who's worked at the BOK from the start do? Uh, it's a she. It's Jean Rogers. She's okay. the concierge at the uh, for premium guests. And uh, I was afraid you're going to tell me it was you know some guy that you know climbs up on the catwalk and hangs from the ceiling to put in the lights or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it, before my time, before Grace's time, I'm sure before your time too, James. But she used to make appearances on uh, the Cowboy Bill and Umagog show back on. Uh, Channel 2 in the 50s and 60s. Oh, yeah. Zoo pets there. So she goes, her Tulsa roots are, are pretty deep. Oh, um, well, speaking of Tulsa roots, um, this uh, weekend, um, the first weekend in December, is um, the second annual Golf Fest, which is a um, celebration, uh, examination, exploration of uh, Bruce Goff, who's uh, architect, uh, one of the more original and unusual uh, visionaries uh, in the architectural world, and he was a native Oklahoman, lived and worked in Tulsa for much of his career. And you've got something about 
uh, one of the one of the, one of the things that one can do as part of Golf Fest, Miss Miss Wood. Yeah, so I wrote something for this Saturday about um, one of the homes that people are going to be able to tour as a part of Golf Fest. It's um, the Adams House in Venita, which is a really cool example of Bruce Goff's sort of organic style. Um, it's just a super beautiful home. Um, with an interesting history, and I got to talk to one of the people who currently live in the house now, Suzanne. Um, she grew up in the home back in, back in the 60s and then moved back to Tulsa two years ago for COVID to take care of her mom, and who still lived in the house 50 years later. So um, I just got to talk to her, and she shared some memories of growing up in that house, and it's just a really cool story. So that'll be this Saturday in Tulsa World. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he was... He one of his more unusual creations, unfortunately, it's it no longer exists, was in Norman. It was called the Bavinger House uh, for uh, OU art professor named Eugene Bavinger. It had one wall and it was a spiral. Mm -hmm. And so the different rooms were were just by sight line. Uh, but it was it it is the most most bizarre thing you've ever seen but it's um it's it doesn't exist anymore which is unfortunately the the fate of of a lot of his most uh distinctive works um they for some reason are are no longer no longer around but well one thing that is very much around is the nutcracker tulsa ballet will be uh starting that up uh this next weekend we'll have a little preview about the history and 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 that they debuted the new version a new version last year um and it is it is truly it is a uniquely Tulsa version because I don't think there's uh any version of the Nutcracker Ballet that has dancing golden drillers um, <laughs> so that's something to look forward to and another uh, long-running holiday tradition is American Theatre Company's A Christmas Carol. Um, they are, they have had to retire their set uh, that was more than about 40 years old. And, in, and, and they've been trying to raise money to have a new one built. And uh, they finally got to the point where they said, you know, we just simply can't use this anymore. So this year's Christmas Carol is going to look very different. And the director says it's probably going to feel a little different, too, because they're putting the focus more on uh, characters and staging will be a little different as they start building up for a new uh, uh, set design for that. So those are some of the things that will be coming uh, to your uh, Tulsa World this weekend, available at Find newsstands everywhere and online at TulsaWorld.com. Well, it is uh, Wednesday. It's the last day of November. And um, for all of those out there that are uh, trying to uh, take part in National Novel Writing Month, you've, uh, by my estimation, have got about uh, eight hours to get 50,000 words written. So good luck to you there. Uh, on behalf of our my, my friends Jimmy Trammell and Grace Wood, we would like to wish you a very pleasant goodbye, and we will see you again later. Dave. Bye.